Tap in. You're listening to Pulse Radio with Randall and Shelby, the heart of the culture. What is going on, everybody? This is Randall Barnes, the host of Pulse Radio, in the building for a special edition of the show on today. Uh, normally, we do a live version of the Grownish After Party that we started um, to start the year. Uh, me and my co-host for that venture, Janae Tallison, uh, chop it up about uh, Grownish and what we like and what we dislike. And I talk a lot about what I don't like about Grownish, and we normally do it at 10 p.m. directly after Grownish on HBC Pulse Instagram Live. But, you know, Janae had something to do, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to rest. I'm going to chill. But I watched Grownish today because the finals weren't on, um, and even the Bucks are playing the Suns in the finals. And, you know, there was nothing else to do. You know, so I was like, you know what? I can read a book, which I'm going to do that in a second. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, might as well kill some time, kill maybe a good 20 minutes, and watch Grownish. And, boy, did I kill time. Boy, there was so many different things that I could have done outside of Watch Grownish because this was honestly one of the worst episodes of the show. And Grownish has had a lot of bad episodes, but also Grownish has had a lot of really good episodes. Um, I really love season two. I think season two, although it had some frustrating moments, I think that Grownish hit its peak in season two. I think they got in their bag with writing, with really covering college culture when it comes to you know, to rape, to relationships, to, you know, the dramatic elements, to having a sneaky link before we call them sneaky links. You know, I think that season two, they really got in their bag. But season three is when they started going haywire. And it was just unexplainable. And I think that when they were undecided on who they wanted Zoe to be with after she dated Luca, that was when things started getting really toxic-turvy for me. And now she's with Aaron. So, you know, for me, I know that Grownish, and I always say this on, you know, the show that we do about Grownish, I know that I'm not the demographic. I know that Grownish is appealing to, you know, folks around my age. I'm 24. So, you know, young women around my age, young black women, you know, folks that are in college, a little bit younger than me. So I know that Grownish is not my demographic and they could care less what I think. But I just really believe that you have to do better by us if you're trying to represent college life. This episode was terrible because it was a soap opera. Like, have you ever, like, been home from school and you stay with maybe your grandmother or your aunt and, you know, they watch, like, The Young and the Restless or um, the, the Bold and the Beautiful. And it's like, it's just them standing around talking and there's no action. That is literally what Grownish has turned into. A show where they stand around and talk about their relationships with no action. You know, the show starts, um, they um, were having sex on the beach, public indecency, and also Zoe stole a, stole a pinata. I thought maybe public indecency was the reason why they got arrested, but no, nope, they got arrested because Zoe stole a pinata. And I'm like, how do you know who stole a pinata and how'd you know they were on the beach? Whatever. They get arrested. They freak out. Zoe's about to have a panic attack. And Aaron, they sort of bring Aaron back to that season one black power absurdity of, hey, I'm not an American. I'm African-American and I don't need to get arrested. And it's like, I just hate how they, you know, kill their characters, like the momentum that the characters have built for the sake of a joke. I mean, Aaron, I really saw Aaron being a serious character and someone they really could use to sort of have that blackish type effect where they really got into the bag of social commentary. 
And they still have a chance with a lot of the episodes that they touch on. I think they touch on COVID soon because they did a, a teaser to it at the end of the episode. And uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, they're going to talk about George Floyd or do something along the lines of the protests that happened in the summer of 2020. So I think that you're going to see Aaron's voice and do and Aaron's going to do something different around that. But I just think that putting Aaron, characters like Aaron in situations like relationships just doesn't work. I think that you're dumbing Trevor Jackson down. I think that Trevor Jackson is an amazing actor and you're giving him fluff. He's trying his best to make just the best out of the fluff. And he ends up overacting. I don't like how it was supposed to be like the college version of Blackish, but they turn it into just this show about relationships. Like the whole entire episode was about relationships and it was about this rushed drunk in love is the name of the episode this rushed marriage where both Aaron and Zoe are drunk and they decide to get married and then we find out at the end of the episode oh the marriage didn't matter <laughs> it's like they argue with each other because they're both complicit in being wrong in this situation Aaron wanted to have sex on the beach and then Zoe's still in the pinata and I'm just still wrapping my mind around the fact that literally they're in jail Aaron you know gets booked he gets handcuffed to a chair because Zoe stole a pinata from a party like that was the overlapping storyline from this episode I thought that they were gonna maybe do something where Zoe and Aaron are locked up and that's gonna be a secondary storyline and we'd see more of Anna and Javier and their rift over Anna not knowing that Javier had dealt with somebody before that had an STD and then he didn't tell her but at the same time he tested negative it happened before they were together and he's not being a hypocrite because right after that sexual sexual encounter he became celibate so i that that storyline is sort of weird to me but i think it's weird because it hasn't been fully fleshed out because you're consistently putting in these storylines of zoe being drunk in love with aaron that weren't even compelling even the jokes didn't hit i thought that you know we'd see you know like i said the black power absurdity where aaron sort of turns to a whole a hotel and, you know, maybe they do something about, you know, prison, maybe uh, like I contribute to what happens in prisons with Sandra Bland or something. I thought they were going to do something maybe timely, maybe something that then is a bit funny, maybe something that's surreal. But they didn't. They just drug out this relationship storyline that once again makes no sense. The Doug and and um, and Luca, you know, dynamic was weird. So you telling me Luca, and we found out at the end of the episode, Luca can speak Spanish. So you telling me that Luca drugged Doug to a quinceanera for him to dance with some girls that are of legal age, for him to get his swerve on and get his groove back from being broken up with jazz. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not. What, what were the writers smoking when they were writing this? Because listen. I, I get it, California, you can smoke in California, it's legal, all right? But what are y'all smoking as y'all are writing this this show? That's all I want to know. Is it that good, Kush? Because I'm like, how do you come up with these storylines and think, you know what, this is going to get the kids. Let's just show them this. Let's show our 18 to 49 audience that drops every episode. Let's really show them what it is in the relationships. Let's show that we get it. I, I just, I'm ready for Gronish to be over. Like the fact that Blackish got canceled and Blackish, um, I think they adapted to the pandemic very well. Blackish has had some amazing episodes, some funny episodes, some witty writing, and Blackish has, has had its low points. I think that when they tried to do the episodes around the presidency, and I thought that the band uh, Please Baby Please episode that they released on Hulu, 
I believe on last year during the pandemic, that didn't hit as hard as I thought it would. But Blackish still was an amazing show during this initial run. And you're canceling that show, but Gronis gets to stay on. And it's not a notice of if it's, if it's canceled or not, because y'all are probably going to let it in amicably. You know, I say, hey, Gronis is canceled, y'all. Y'all just going to let it in. And maybe they graduate and now it's all going to be over. Like, I just really just think that Gronis had so much potential. And that was my problem with Gronis. Like, Gronis has so much potential outside of everything that they show. I really, and I understand that you want to be different. It's storylines that you want to tie up. And I know that with season three, season three was put on pause because of the pandemic and you wanted to sort of make amends with the storylines and try to figure a way out to end the storylines and then get into the summer. I get it. I will give you a pass for how bad two season season three was, except for I think that second episode where Zoe was not in it. But season four, you had months to shoot this you had time to flesh out a COVID storyline to maybe have Aaron give some fresh lines to have Zoe give some fresh lines and to just do something different and you didn't do it and then all we get about COVID is a vague mention at the end of the show to which they say that's not going to be anything and I get it satire I get it starting to think of oh folks in America didn't think it was a thing until they got back but here's my thing too 20 like the pandemic rolled you out to the summer. So I'm trying to figure out what universe they live in where they're now just encountering COVID. When COVID is something that that became an overlapping issue in America and also the world in March 2020. So I'm trying to wrap my mind around that fact as well of it, it's not it's, it's given it don't make sense. But OK, this just shows that it's time to cancel this show. And I don't want for Yara to be out of a job. I love her outside of Gronish. I think that this is an incredibly talented cast. And I'm very proud of Diggy because I think that Diggy has grown as an actor. And I think we've seen him grow within this role as Doug on this show. But I just think that with the writing and all the talent that's on the team, and even you had Ryan Destiny that you did absolutely nothing with. Like, I just believe that with the talent on this show, Gronis should be one of the best shows on TV. It should be literally one of the best shows on TV. And I'm not saying it has to be a different world because I think that our expectation that Gronis would be our generation's a different world was unfair because that's a once in a generation show that was of the times. But I don't think it's unfair to say, hey, yeah, in this 18 to 34, this 18 to 49 demo, we are young and maybe some of these girls are, you know, have, you know, their relationship drama. They're talking to these guys. They're having issues. They're tweeting about it. Yeah, they're probably doing that. But the black woman that watches this show is way more complex than sitting around all day talking about guys. Why are y'all displaying this generation like this? Like we're just relationship sex crazed hounds. Like I just don't get it. And like this show is written like it's your parents saying these how the kids act. I, I just I don't get it. And I always said this last thing. I always said I don't get how this is filmed, I guess, in L.A. And you have UCLA and you have future like John Singleton's and Spike Lee's that are at UCLA making it happen. Like Kenya Barris went to Clark Atlanta University. I don't know why he doesn't get maybe a couple interns from Clark Atlanta. A couple of interns from UCLA, a couple of interns from Howard, maybe FAMU or insert the, the great, you know, mass communication schools here. 
and get interns to do like a focus group and maybe talk to some of these folks from these schools about what's really going on on college campuses. Because this is written like y'all have not even stepped foot on a college campus in 20 years. This is written like y'all think that we're, we're juvenile. We all, all we worry about is TikTok, our phones, and relationships. And this is why the show has to end. I think that Grownish started, it started off rocky, but I think they found their footing a bit in that season two, like I said. But I think you have to end it because you heard the integrity of the show. And listen, people aren't watching it. It's it's not trending on Twitter. Like, and people are verbally complaining. When Blackish got canceled, people were like, oh, Grownish not getting canceled? People want Grownish to be canceled. People are saying, how did Blackish get canceled, but Grownish ain't canceled? Dog, I don't want to lose the only college show on TV. I don't. But I just think that at this point, if you do not have any more new ideas and you continue the Zoe does not know how to be in a relationship angle and you continuously push the same storyline, try to add different flavor to it that just doesn't work, I think it's just time to say, you know what? We've had our run. This was a good ride. Let's move on to the next thing. And that's all I'm saying. But that's it for me. I don't want to go too long. I just want to talk about how much I hated this episode. Um, Drunken love. I really have grown to hate grownish. And I just really think it's time for it to go because it's not making sense. And I don't think Kenya Barris and the writing crew can make it make sense. But that's it for me. You listen to Pulse Radio. You're listening to Pulse Radio with Randall and Shelby, the heart of the culture. 